colorful. I am a big Peter Shire fan. I had just recently um, purchased my first Peter Shire mug, which oh, I yeah. feel happy to oh, yeah. have. I have one of those. They're beautiful. They are. Yeah. Have you um, happened to see what he did for the Olympics in Los Angeles? No. It's Wait, what, like for the he, bid? He decorated the entire like Olympic um, village and oh, like wow. all the decorations for the LA Olympics in the when did the Olympics oh come to? Like in the 80s? Yeah, in the 80s. And it's incredible. Sure, yeah. You should Google Peter Shire Olympics, and it's a real wow. visual treat. That sounds amazing. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's also, yeah, he's been around as a staple. I feel like he's having a real resurgence now. But, uh-huh. um, yeah. yeah, it's yeah amazing. I'll have to check it out. Um, okay, do I want to say anything more about that? Other than you looked beautiful, as wow. always. I was wearing a very... Um, <coughs> Not non-page dress, I think. Non-page dress? <laughs> it was just very, like, girly. Oh, I feel like you present as pretty feminine. <laughs> <laughs> you feel like that was uncharacteristic? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm so schizophrenic with my style. I have no idea. No, I love it. Yeah. Um, well, I had a nice time. I also liked that there was a lot of spaces in that estate, which I heard the estate itself was, like, five acres, which I don't believe how that's possible in Los Angeles to even have that much space. I think I, I just can't wrap my head around that at all. I feel like all, I made a big mistake by not exploring. Touring. I think that a lot of it is grounds. garden area. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. if but you like, go to the. I would definitely live there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> five acres. Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> pretty good. Sounds pretty good. Um, but yeah, so it's been nice to have you back on. Um, I guess I should give out the number. We do have some questions already. Um texted in and direct messaged in but anyone who wants to call in live to the show can do so and we will answer your call and I'm going to make sure that I will hear your call I will now hear it as long as it turned up and the telephone number is 213-54-LOVE0 to do that or you can text into that number or you can yeah you can text into that number that's what most people do because a lot of people don't want to be on the radio so yeah i know i was like that's (coughs) nerve-wracking yeah um (laughs) also okay we're getting a lot of uh of comments about how beautiful you are which is true and i am guilty myself of spending (laughs) a couple of minutes talking about how wonderful you looked at the recent (laughs) event that i saw you at but also, people, let's try to ask some love questions. Yeah. I love the compliments, um, though. Yeah, totally. Um, okay, but wait, this one is actually, hold on. A real question. A real question and happens to include that you are great. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I guess let's go into some questions, unless you have anything. I mean, I guess, wait, actually, I want to talk about the Women's March and just hear mm. how this past week was so for you. So, I didn't go to the Women's March. Okay. Um. I did go last year, but um, I didn't go this yeah. year only because um, I think it's great. Bec- I think the Women's March um, is mostly great. Yeah. There are a few things that I find a bit problematic. Yeah. Um, just that it's not, you know, that kind of, you know, feminism isn't totally um, inclusive to people who aren't, you know, or that are femme, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I feel like all these signs, like, you know, that reinforce, like, your, you know, genitals or, like, you know, you have to have a vagina to be, yeah. you know, uh, a You feel woman. like it's not, it's like, a safe space Yeah, for I just don't like the, the, like the pussy hats or, like, any of that. I think mm-hmm. that the, the signs could be reworded to be a little more inclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And... 
because if, totally. if your feminism isn't inclusive, inclusive, then it's not correct. Right. You know then what it's I mean? kind of not feminism. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I hear that. Um, but I do think yeah. it's good to unify and come together. And yeah. I think that's important for like the resistance and totally. I think that that's also what very I empowering to be in those kinds of yeah um, situations. It's very you know rare that you get to like be with all of these strangers out mm. in the street, kind of yeah. you know protesting you know, the same thing and, like, all having yeah. the same goal. So, I mean, totally. I think that's pretty awesome. I thought that I was going to see – I did go to the march. Um, I did go a lot later. So last year I went to the march as well, and I woke up super early, and I went to a sign-making party the night mm-hmm. before, and I made a special shirt that said woman that had, yeah. like, a vagina pin and a nipple yeah. pin and all this stuff. And this year I work late on – thursday like i worked like the days before it really late and so i didn't want to wake up super early and mm-hmm. so i went to the march later and was a little yeah. bit more laid back about sure. it still was there i was yeah, more in solidarity awesome. and i photographed the event so that was kind of how i felt like uh, yeah, good about participating cool. yeah i think that participating yeah. is important yeah. for sure and like i would have gone i just i had stuff going on but like yeah totally. i'm totally all for it yeah. i just think that we also have to look at those things critically mm-hmm. afterwards and it's also, to me, yeah. you know, I think that w- marching and protesting and getting out there and, and yeah. uh, with your body is really important, but also it's like daily action. Yeah, I kind of agree. That was you my thing. I mean? is like, like a lot looking of people at the go to the march and then it stops there. Right. And that's kind of what I was reflecting on. Pa- like over the past year, I think there have been a lot of changes and shifts, but also even just media coverage in terms of, you know, pre-march, what has really changed in terms of women's rights, in terms of women yeah. being in politics, in terms of. You know, mm-hmm. all of the things that mm-hmm. – and sure, the Me Too movement is a sort of parallel, I feel like, to the awareness that has been raised about women speaking out and the resistance and all of that. Mm-hmm. But um, but yet the two are really separate in my mind as well. So oh I kind yeah, of was like, separate, oh, this yeah. is great, and I feel like I'm happy to be a part of this. And, of course, the energy is unifying, and, and that's great. But I also am trying to figure out ways for myself to carry that through in terms of – what else can I really do to affect change? You know, so mm-hmm. I, I felt totally. a little bit more just discouraged in general. <laughs> like yeah. my friends and I were joking before the march, like that we were going to go later and that we were going to be about thirty five percent less enthusiastic than we were last year. Yeah. Not not in a downer kind of way, but just like, well, it's kind of it's been a fucking hard year, and it's like I feel year, a little bit sure. defeated. You know, so who doesn't? Yeah, who if doesn't? you don't, then God, yeah, I don't know totally. what planet you're living on. Yeah, my uh, I saw a sign that said, uh, "I'm tired." <laughs> I'm like exhausted. a great one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, Those it basically it was that's really funny. No, it said um Ladybird for Ladybird for best picture. And my friend that I was at the Didn't mark it with win best I think picture? it got nominated. I don't think it, it No, wait, I think it won. Did no? it win? Yeah. I don't know. That's bad. Did it? I don't know. <laughs> but I took it as we one. have a, we have a ga- smart oh, James is gonna Google gonna for us. Yeah. But I didn't know if that had one or not um but basically i was just kind of laughing that yeah i guess you can put whatever you want on a sign you can like put whatever you <laughs> it want doesn't on a even sign. Have, i mean yeah i understand the connection of the disparity in hollywood with female directors and i'm super mm-hmm. happy that oh that's a new yeah. topic that is actually being discussed but i was also kind of like really this is like that's what you're marching for i don't know it's yeah. a little bit like okay yeah what does did it, it say win? did it win uh lady Bird, golden globe four nominations Two wins for in the early I don't know, but I don't think it won Best oh, Picture. Okay, 
Also, I get confused. Thank you, James. Oops. I get confused because the Golden Globes are separate from the other awards shows, but I don't really follow them, so I also don't mm-hmm. really know. But yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I think that I really a little bit Get Out and I Tanya to win everything. <laughs> I loved Get Out. I didn't see I Tanya. Oh my god, you haven't seen it. It's I feel bad, but I heard. An, I heard. Did you hear? Um, there was an interview. This is such a local conversation, but on uh, what's the show where they talk about movies? On the is it? Uh, it's not. Um, is it Willie Mantle? I'm trying to figure out. It's where they review all the movies. Uh-huh. Um, Rotten Tomatoes. No, no, no. It's on um, 89.3. James, do you know what the show is? Is it Frame Talk or something? I'm not sure. Um, it's like anyway. They review all the movies, and they had an interview with Margot Robbie. And he was talking about channel, like doing some training mm-hmm. where she was trying to impersonate. Like you train and you take cues from an animal or, mm-hmm. or some inanimate it's object. Like a certain type it's a certain of type of acting yes, and training. Probably, yes. And she was talking about trying to incorporate a small percentage of her. She chose a pit bull mm-hmm. as her animal to train with. And I just kind of was turned off by it. I don't know. Oh, I, don't I let mean, that I was off. like, is, this sounds a little is, bit not. It is such a funny know. and fun movie. It and it, and <laughs> I know it, it got really, really good reviews. make you kind of revisit that whole, you know, really? incident. Okay. And yeah, the, the like. Did James see it? Yeah. Did James <laughs> like it? James was smiling. James yeah, liked it. I mean, okay. I, I yeah. you know, we really like villainized Tanya Harding, but there's, yeah. there's, there's really always two sides to the story this and, this, is and this, this side of the story is very interesting and okay. i think that the acting I'll was incredible and anytime it got dark <laughs> yeah um they really like rescued you from that quickly okay. and it was it was just so funny and like really just hilarious that's the other thing yeah. that i was thinking it was not i liked it, it, it it's, yeah. it's a really like yeah it's like a roller coaster of fun oh okay <laughs> <laughs> sounds great Cool. Deeply engaging, and I really, I really, really liked it. Okay, that it sounds good. good. Yeah, but yeah, as far as Allison Janney in it is so good. Uh, who? Allison Janney. I don't know. You know who she is. If, I, if I you do. googled, sh- she's such a legend. Um, really. This is what she looks like. Mm-hmm. Allison Janney. Oh, also, we got a new text message. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know her. Let's see. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. Really okay, so. Movie advice from us, advice on sign making for women's marches, uh-huh. so much. Also, yeah, um, I do want to spend some time maybe towards the end of the show because there's so many projects that you're always working on, mm-hmm. everything from, yeah. I mean, you're an actress, you're a model, you're a political activist. Mm-hmm. I was um, so looking amazing. for some images to post on my soul friend radio mm-hmm. Instagram yesterday, and I was um, just Google, I was on YouTube and I was just looking at videos and there was mm-hmm. a video of you um, talking about the jail system in LA, uh-huh. which I hadn't seen, which was really interesting. Yeah, so there's so many yeah, things James, that yeah, I, definitely I want to spend some time like having you maybe towards the end of the show talking about some of the things oh, you're involved yeah, in and all that. Yeah. But self-promotion. Self-promotion. But also just you're involved in so oh, many yeah, really yeah, yeah. wonderful and things. And local so. LA issues, yeah. Totally, yeah. yeah. So, okay, but we're getting so many questions. I feel like let's do some of them. Okay. Um, Okay, actually, I'm going to start with this one that came in last night. Okay, this one, they don't sign it. Um, She looks like she presents as a female. I'm going to say anonymous female. So it says, okay, so I'm from Croatia, and I just moved to Amsterdam to do my master. Mm -hmm. 
and Dutch boys are so fucking good looking, but they <laughs> are so complicated and impossible to reach. Should I start not giving a fuck or should I move to Paris? Also, how important is sex life anyway? Thank you. And then the shell emoji and then a kiss emoji, like a face kissing. Okay, for starters, I do agree that Dutch <laughs> boys that are attractive. <laughs> they are attractive. Um, I, I didn't don't really know have that they were so complicated, though. I didn't know that they so were complicated and impossible to reach. But, you know, moving to Paris, I think Parisian boys are just as... Yeah, I feel like if you're trying to find people who are more available and accessible, maybe go to a boys. different country. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't maybe know. Germany? I haven't I had that many international lovers, so I'm. this is not a question. Yeah. I debated dating. I mean, aren't all from guys another country, but it seems crazy. really complicated. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you should stick with it. I mean, I don't know. I feel like if you're getting your masters in Amsterdam, I'm sure there's multiple types of Dutch boys. Yeah, that there's you gotta should be, pursue. Right? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, mm. make a uh, an educated decision. So if you like strike yeah. out like ten times in a row, then yeah, get the hell out of there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And also, is sex or just life stop important? Not giving, not giving a fuck. That was a that's the question, question I can answer. Okay, tell me. So, sex life is very important, but I agree. whether you're, I just think also like, ma- we're just gonna get straight into it. I think <laughs> yeah. masturbation is very important. So even if you're not totally. having sex with another partner, yeah. which I think is crucial, and I think that you should make that a priority. Even yeah. if you're not, though, there's no reason to ever feel bad about that. Like, um, I always. I Wait, feel bad about what? About not having sex? No, no, not having sex with another person. Like, oh, you know, oh. some people go through dry spells or, or sure. whatever, and that's yeah. totally fine. Just make sure yeah. that you don't shut yourself out from your sexual identity. Yeah, like, like practice self pleasure and masturbate. Yeah. I mean, that's Hitachi the best way magic to wand. <laughs> <laughs> I think I talked about that last <laughs> time I was on here, but it's truly the best totally. sex toy ever for uh, for guys and girls or yeah. any any. You completely know, i was talking to a yeah. friend i did a holiday gift guide where i went to the pleasure chest in west hollywood and i interviewed one of the employees there about some of her favorite products and just the most popular things and mm-hmm. she gave me she we talked all about the Hitachi magic wand and i was sharing with a coworker of mine and she said that when like her grandma or her friend's grandma passed away and they were cleaning out her sort of like <gasps> whole thing that <laughs> They found multiple Hitachi magic ones, like just a whole collection. (laughs) That is me. What an amazing grandmother to have, like multiples of the same one too. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, that is a great one. But also, self pleasure, I feel like, is a wonderful way to figure out. I mean, not only what you like, but your own kind of like female anatomy and like what you know. It doesn't have to be something that you. Yeah, only explore with a partner in terms of your preferences. I have a weird theory too that if you masturbate regularly, yeah, it's good for your skin. (laughs) Then it's good for your skin. I don't know if it's. I just know that, like, you know, you must get some serotonin. Well, and and also just like going on a jog and kind of sweating a little bit. It's good. Yeah, I don't know. That's my weird. That's what I think. (laughs) We have beautiful skin. So no scientific (laughs) evidence backing this up, but there's page. Page uh, saying so, yeah, totally. So, mm. I hope that answered. Um, I think that that stayed. I feel like yeah. we did a good job on her question. I think that it's also always a balance for me in terms of, of course, maybe it's frustrating if people that you're trying to reach out to aren't available and are you know impossible to reach. So having a little bit less of an attachment to there being a certain outcome, you know, right. in her words, not giving a fuck, is helpful. I think, but 
it's always kind of a balance in terms of how yeah. do you find that space of still pursuing people or still trying to date but yet not getting so attached if it's yeah. not happening and all of that, that kind of really discouragement yeah. that can go along you know so yeah yeah that's it's kind of a that's a case-by-case thing it really depends yeah. on your, yourself you know and how you yeah. are like I, I have no problem not getting <clears throat> attached but yeah um, I bet that's taken practice though no yeah I think I think that yeah. that's something that I've like um, you figured out how to do that. Yeah, yeah. I definitely cultivated that skill. Yeah. Otherwise, just gonna start to send you some jealousy <laughs> across the station here. Um, okay. How about this one? This one says, "Here, wait. I'm gonna try and go in order so that I don't miss anybody." Also, I would like to talk about Valentine's Day, even though it's kind of far oh, away, sure. and we have some Valentine's Day themed questions. Okay. This one says. Dear soul friend, long time listener, first time questioner. Ooh. Is there I know. Isn't that sweet that I have long I'm so easily flattered by my <laughs> by my people that listen. Um I feel weird calling them fans because that sounds like I'm a celebrity, which I'm not. Um oh. but people who listen. So dear soul friend, long time listener, first time questioner, is there a way to humanely part from someone who refuses to do so to be as comforting and reassuring as possible while firmly needing to break up? Or, so hard, or do you have to resort to jerkiness in some way if they don't take no for an answer? This is a year-long cis male-female relationship with counseling, with almost constant draining fights, which no longer sparks joy. How do you break a codependent relationship humanely? Thanks, Anonymous. Yeah. What a great question. What a great question. Um, That is (coughs) a really hard situation to be in. And I've I've been there for sure. And it's so tough because you feel so responsible for that person. You care about them deeply. Right. But in the end, you're doing them a favor by maybe being more aggressive now. Yeah. And um, even maybe borderline mean if you have to be to mm-hmm. kind of um put that boundary in place but it will yeah. serve well, you i mean i don't think boundaries are ever mean but i f- i feel like if boundaries aren't respected then that's where you have to continue to hold them and it may feel like you're being mean but that's it, also yes, part of exactly. breaking the codependent it may feel like you're being mean but right you're doing them a favor in the end and yeah because by not doing so you're just you know it'll take them a longer time to move on and yeah to reestablish their life and so i think totally. that that's kind of one of those situations where you just have to like bite the bullet and like do the thing that you don't want to do and the th- thing yeah. that feels so kind of awful but yeah is totally i mean and it's it's hard advice so to hard. take i've been there and I've, I've had people tell me that and it's still i still tried to do it like the nice way it just yeah it just but the thing work. is is the nice way i mean so my other theory about this too is that if you are clear that you don't want to be in the relationship there's a way for you to kind of figure out what feels good for you in terms of parting ways for that person what you feel is necessary to share with them in terms of any type of um you know, reasoning or just mm-hmm. to share about how you're feeling and why sure. you've come to this conclusion. And then once you sort of share your piece about it, that's that's kind of to me where your responsibility ends because mm-hmm. you're not necessary. I mean, you're not responsible for someone else's feelings, basically. And so yeah. if someone is having a hard time letting go, you can try and support them in that so long as you feel comfortable. But mm-hmm. also it's not your responsibility. And that's what is difficult because it was – because yeah. you were in a relationship, but now it's no longer because you're right. choosing to end it. And so it's 
it's hard to kind of just walk away and not feel like yeah. you're being cold. But it's just hard when you just <sighs> don't care about yeah. the, that person's well-being. <coughs> totally. You know? Yeah. But totally. you know, sometimes the best thing to do is just to kind of drop all communication. Yeah. Um, I mean, unless you think that person is like in a place where they're gonna like hurt themselves or something like that, that's a whole different yeah ball game. But yeah, I think that kind of just <coughs> yeah, just. But even that can be a form of manipulation. Do you know what oh, I mean? Absolutely. I mean, yeah, totally. Of course, they're not saying this, so I don't know. That's but probably. I'm gonna go ahead and not say that, that this will not be the the last time you deal with a situation like this. So yeah, if you can. Um, practice kind of s- setting those boundaries and sticking yeah. to them and not feeling bad about having them, it'll serve you well yeah. later on in your life. Yeah. And, you know, I was really bad with that. I'm, I'm pretty bad with that. So I'm still working on that. And I, yeah. wish, I, I wish I had more, um, <coughs> uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just courage? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Just kind of respect your, what you need. Yeah. And not worry about what the other person needs. Totally. But yeah, I mean, it is hard in terms of, like you said, trying to support someone and yet do what you feel is right for you. And I, yeah, I just keep thinking of the idea of the difference between being together and being supportive of one another in such an intimate, connected way Mm -hmm. versus being apart from someone and you can still be supportive of them but the way that you are supportive of them just changes and that Mm -hmm. that's natural when you're no longer with them in a romantic way. And so you might check in with them two weeks later via text, make sure they're fine. And that's your new way that you've decided that you want to support that, you know, and it's not like an everyday thing, you know, and my last um, point on that is that if you are in a codependent relationship, when you are picking a partner for your next relationship, remember that maybe you don't, if you see like these codependent uh, tendencies and yeah. someone in and yourself, like try to change that yeah. in your next relation. Um, yeah. And that's, I hope that answers your question. Yeah. I think that, yeah, I feel right. like we gave them a I good answer. Also, it sounds like they're doing a lot to try and understand totally. their dynamics and their sort of patterns and relationships. They, s- he, they said counseling and all this. So, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, yeah. Good for like you. Done it all. Yeah, totally. Um, let's do, 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 do you have any? Do you have a question you want to? I have a couple oh. more, but do you have any over there, or do you oh have any topics God. that you want to talk about? I do. I mean, I want to talk about times up at some point, just because okay. it's very personal to me. And yeah, um, if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I've talked about it. I, yeah. I, I actually didn't talk about it until very recently, but it, uh, it all. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I can't go into too much detail, but totally. You know, I just feel like there's. A type of behavior mm-hmm. um, that's not criminal that is also mm-hmm. very wrong that needs to be examined. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah I saw out. your post on mm-hmm. um, social. Your stories have a lot of good stuff in there for anyone yeah, who wants to it follow was you. Crazy. I had, I mean, hundreds yeah. of DMs from people telling me, "Wow, thank you so much for saying that because I've yeah. I've gone home feeling this way and blamed myself." Mm. Even though I was violated by, you know, something mm-hmm. that wasn't, you know, um, rape or, you know, like, yeah, but it's this behavior that is manipulative and yeah. um, it's very predatory. Yeah. And um, we've all been there. And I actually, and what's 
what was even cooler is getting messages from guys being like, I've been that guy mm-hmm. and I didn't, you know, and I've, like I've acting kind of predatorily, but not yeah, necessarily not sexually assaulting. Necessarily realizing <coughs> that it's not the way, you know what I mean? Or yeah. that it's, it's violating. And, yeah. um, and like that they've changed their ways and they've told their friends that, you know, or when yeah. you see that behavior, it's like they've called their friends out. Yeah. Um, and I think that that is it's wonderful. Is awesome because it's a step. It's also day, not. It's not. Like, I'm still angry. You know, especially with these mm-hmm. men with power, it's like, yeah. Look, it, you don't need to prey on women and like manipulate them into yeah. hooking up with you. You can do it like in a kind, polite, yeah, like, mutually consensual way. Yeah, and it can be great, and you can do that with multiple people. Like, yeah. I, I really will never understand why, um, and it, and maybe maybe it goes hand in hand with power, or I mean, obviously there's uh, men who have no power that, mm-hmm. tons of men that are just awful just because. But yeah. I think that, I think that it's awesome that. I, but my point is that I think it's equally important to examine that behavior as yeah. it is the behavior that you know is obviously criminal. I right. think that both are equally. Mm-hmm. Um, not equally awful, but they're both bad, and they yeah. both need to be called out. And I think that yeah. it. I think that one thing um, that's really important is parenting. And I think that mm. bef- I would have never thought to like tell, have a conversation you know, about my consent chil- with yeah, children. my children. <laughs> yeah, or um, even power dynamics. Just, just, I feel yeah, like that's something that people disrespect, aren't talking about as like much. Like if you're yeah. pursuing someone romantically, like yeah. all of, all of those things. I think that that really needs to be, yeah. be a conversation that happens with parents and their children. Yeah. And I think that um, it's it's going to be. Yeah. But I know, like, every single, you know, one of my friends has been through some kind of version of yeah. uh, a story like that where they've been sexually uh, coerced or, like, um, uh, yeah. pressured or into situations that they don't want to be in. Yeah. And, and, it, it, and that's the normal... Situation. Yeah, and then you don't talk to anyone about it, but that's not right. that's not good or healthy, and it's not normal, and it's yeah. and, and it's important to say tell that person how it makes you feel, and even if they give you one of those like, oh, I you know I'm so sorry that you you feel mm-hmm. this way, or I'm yeah. so sorry that that's I didn't mean to, I I had no idea. Yeah, like that's usually a bullshit response, and yeah. just. Yeah. I think that sometimes, I mean, hopefully you feel safe to do that with the person, but I also kind of feel like sometimes it might not even be a matter of, there, it might not be met with any level of receptivity. So right. I think that it's also just a... But it's equally important to say that yeah. because when that yeah. person, when they get that kind of response so many times, sure. they'll be more likely like to... To at least be aware of To be aware and yeah. have to like kind of self-reflect. Like yeah. not that, I don't know if it'll change, but... yeah. Totally. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. well, that's. Well, I think I it's great that you that. talked about that um, type of behavior, and that, and that's really wonderful that you received such a an outpouring of response from both men and women. Mm-hmm. I think that's that was, really nice. Yeah, I was yeah. very shocked. It yeah. Was pretty cool. Yeah. But it's wonderful. Cool. <sighs> Taking a deep breath to mm-hmm. let all that in. Um. It's a scary world is a scary world out there <laughs> it's getting i feel like it's getting slightly less scary <laughs> but not no, no. really 
more yeah. scary. <laughs> James, <laughs> it's going like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From a depth psychology perspective, though, it's actually helpful to have all of the things that are in our kind of unconscious, collective conscious becoming more to the surface and being mm-hmm. kind of spoken about, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so I feel like I'm conflicted because it does feel dangerous and volatile to be in the world right now it's just it's a hard time but also i feel like there's so much movement and energy and so i feel energized by that at the oh, same time sure. and so yeah, and no, also it, more safe to like lining. share about my own experiences or that's the silver lining yeah. to all of the um kind of negative things that are happening right now yeah. there is this kind of mobilization that's happening that yeah. never happened before people are yeah. more engaged than ever totally um and that's really great and it kind of takes these yeah the, like the, these dark times to kind of get everyone to wake up yeah to shine some light into the darkness mm-hmm. a little bit totally um okay should we switch gears back to love yeah. questions yeah okay let's see we got a new text message this one says there's no signature so it says Hi, Paige. I would like to hear your opinions on two things. Hooking up with an ex? Question mark. Sex on the first date? Question mark. What do you think? Question mark. Juicy, juicy, juicy. Um, Sex on the first date for sure. (laughs) I am am very... um, I don't think the rules make sense to have in place about that. I usually don't go on dates with people unless I'm already very into them. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I'm into you, I definitely want to have sex pretty soon. <laughs> just just like so I see can what's figure happening. out yeah. Yeah. Um, if we have any sexual chemistry. Yeah. Um, totally. I think that there's no shame in that. But if you're not comfortable and you're not sure mm-hmm. if you even dig the person um, mm-hmm. in the first place, then, I mean, maybe don't. But also yeah. maybe it'll shed some light on if you like them or not. I don't know. That's true. It's such a um, personal thing. But I mean – but yeah. I, I am I lean towards S on the <laughs> first D. S on date number one. <laughs> and the and other part was hooking up, up with, with an X. Oh yeah. I can definitely <laughs> talk about this. Um this is there's nothing one. wrong with hooking up with um an X. I think that I wonder how long? Because it's tricky. I feel like when you're breaking up, yeah, there's, there's time where you're broken up, and then oh no, we're having sex for a second. <laughs> that happens. But if you've been broken up for a while, that's different. Let's say let's say that that's what this person is asking. If you've been broken up for a while, I'm just hypothesizing. Yeah, if, if, if the if the passion <coughs> is still there, by all means, yeah, give it a go and see where it takes you. I think that usually, if it's been a long time and you hook up with that person again, mm-hmm. you immediately know. Like, mm-hmm. wow, I I kind of, I really, really love this person. Like, I want to spend yeah. more time with him. Or like, oh, God, this was a mistake. It's like, yeah. it's like one or the other. Yeah. So I think it can be very telling in that in that sense. Yeah. Um, so if you want to and you're enjoying yourself and it, it's not, um, like, toxic, then Yeah, I feel like fun. it's just a matter of if you're feeling safe emotionally to do so because i feel like it just depends yeah. if the relationship I have more was questions. like, like did, yeah did was the relationship with you was yeah the relationship good was it more of just kind of a casual relationship were you feeling really emotionally involved with them mm-hmm. you know there's so, so many I have more things. questions but yeah on the surface uh level yes like go for it on the surface not? level yes and yes yeah <laughs> yeah yeah mm. 
I think I agree wholeheartedly with both of those answers. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. How about – let's do a question about Valentine's Day, even okay. though it's still a ways out, but we've gotten some questions about it. Sure. This question says <coughs> – excuse me – what to do if my BF of about a year and a half doesn't seem into Valentine's Day? Whenever I bring it up, he mm-hmm. seems uninterested and doesn't have any ideas of things to do to celebrate. What's a good way oh. to get him into it? I know. That's such a bummer. That's such a bummer. <laughs> um, they don't sign, so I'm not sure if it's what type of anything about the relationship other than that they've been dating my for about a year. My advice there is to do something kind of like experiential that like you'd both yeah. be into. like. Yeah, I mean, who cares about going to like a fancy dinner or like? Yeah, I feel like, like dinner. I don't like. That. I don't like going out to dinner Me on neither. Valentine's Day. <laughs> the yeah, worst it day. It sounds like the most <laughs> yeah. vanilla idea ever. Yeah, I mean, anyway, I'm sure that <coughs> some people have great, gorgeous dinners, but I just feel like it's really crowded and everybody. I don't know. Take the a pressure. Take a day trip. Go camping. Or jump out dinner of a if you want to do dinner. Helicopter. Too. I don't know. Yeah. Like, do something. Experiential is super fun, though. Right? I love those dates. Yeah. Do something that you've both been talking about doing for a really long time that you just like ha- haven't made the time to do. Yeah. That's a great, yeah. That's great advice. Right. I love that. Yeah. Go horseback riding or totally. um, <laughs> go to the Magic Castle. <laughs> yeah. I I mean, it depends where you live, but I'm, I'm yeah. sure there's all kinds of weird, all kinds of things stuff and different that you guys can do together. And, and you know, what's take it into your own hands. Just plan it, yeah, um, and then spring it on him. Yeah, that's a good idea. And also, it. just tell him that you want to do something. I think there's no, because they're saying, what's a good way to get him into it? Just tell him that you want to do something. Just be clear that it's a special yeah, day and for maybe, you. Maybe bring bring up five <laughs> options and let him pick. From those options, so he can kind yeah. of like, like a false sense of control. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here are the I five mean, things I want to get do. someone into <laughs> yeah. going on an adventure when they're not really showing that's any initiative true. to, yeah, you know, planning one. That's so true. Yeah, you I give like them that. options and then get them invested that way. Totally love it. Okay, this one is a funny one. Are you tangled in cords? Are you okay? Yes, my cords. <laughs> oh no. Totally <laughs> oh no. Okay, well I will oh prep gosh. our. Oh no. <laughs> It's everything's held together with tape here. God, at by the way, there's just one simple chair. There's one simple there's chair. No reason for <laughs> my struggle. Okay. No, no, no. Don't worry. Um, okay, let's do this one. This one says, um, do, do, do. "What's a good gift to get the girl? I've been dating for about two months for her birthday, Ooh. which is hard because that's not that long." Um, and then the and then anonymous. I don't know. Oh, anonymous male gives us some background on her, which I think is cute. Um, he says she's in her mid twenties, is a writer, likes cats, coffee, and sci-fi. Okay. So I'm not sure if we're supposed to give I suggestions have. based on that. That's what I'm assuming. I have the perfect idea. What is it? Okay. So on Etsy, you can get yeah. these custom mugs. Okay. That when something hot is poured into them, a picture oh, it reveals changes. itself. Right. Do that and do yeah. make a collage. Like do a photo of her. With, but like photoshopped with cat whiskers and cat ears. And something sci fi themed, some space or something. So, (laughs) yes. And then (laughs) pour her coffee in the mug and then let it 
was for her birthday. Yeah, that's a wonderful and idea. I mean, I think I nailed it. So. I think that you did as well. Also, I just heard this morning that I am not really a huge sci-fi person, um, but I just heard this morning that sci-fi writer Ursula Legen, L-E-G-U-I-N, I don't know how to mm-hmm. pronounce that, Ursula just uh, passed away, and apparently she was an excellent sci-fi writer. Ursula Le Guin. Le Guin, thank mm-hmm. you. And she has a book entitled The Left Hand of Darkness that is supposedly very good. So a I was Wizard going to recommend that one. Seed is one of her Ooh. books. So maybe that would be a timely gift. But I think that your mug yeah, that changes is a great, great idea. But also heat changing mugs. Heat changing mugs. I and mean, also that you can custom order them. I never yeah, even thought to look into that. Photos, yeah. That's so cool. I'm yeah. very into mm. custom gifts. If you go on to yeah, you Groupon or Etsy or Zazzle or any of those things, you can yeah. customize blankets, T-shirts, so mugs, cool. calendars, puzzles. Yeah. Well, you also – I was going to wait till the end of the show to talk about so many of the things that you do. <laughs> My weird <laughs> online weird. shopping <laughs> Yeah, I was going to talk about your tattoo. You have a – Oh, what is my it? esoteric uh, it's temporary like tattoo company? Page-Elkington.myshopify.com has all sorts of temporary tattoos that you've come yeah, up with that are so good and clever. I feel yes, like I have one yes, from your yes. birthday party that was giving away. Oh, I forget oh, what it said. My but friends for my birthday oh. dressed up as me and as yeah. party favors made temporary tattoos of my face. And, and lots of other good things. Yeah, but you have all sorts of good ones on your website. Yeah, but mine well. aren't. Um, yeah, yeah. Mine are just. But they're not of you. Weird casting calls. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like um, what? I don't remember seeing that. Oh, God. I mean, do, have you ever gone out for commercials? Um, Like in my teens. Yeah. Um, For example, if you go to my website. um, Well, in when you get an email that's sending you out for an audition, you'll yeah. get uh, like a breakdown. Right. And in that mm-hmm. breakdown, you'll get like a description of the person that the they're person. looking for. And right, it's right. always so ridiculous. Um, I have. A I just remember ones that say "Our husband's necessary." There's one that's a Lacroix, like yes. a perfect rendering of a Lacroix mm-hmm, temp mm-hmm. tattoo. I have Jeremy Meeks on there, the Who's hot criminal. Jeremy Meeks. The, you remember the criminal that? Um, criminal. He, he actually. I looked into what. You remember the hot, the hot criminal that went viral? His mugshot went viral. I don't remember. Really? No. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> to me. He's like stunningly gorgeous. Um. Jeremy Meeks. Yeah, this guy. Jeremy Shemley. Oh, that of guy. Course, yeah. Right. By the way, I looked into okay. his what he was actually I didn't charged know that he was with. Referred he was charged to with criminal. street terrorism, like for basically beating up like a fifteen-year-old or something. Oh, really? Pretty awful. That sounds bad. Um, but he's gorgeous. So I mean, that's yeah, not he's very cool. handsome. Um, I have a Hitachi magic wand, temporary tattoo. <laughs> oh yeah, you do. A Bed Bath and Beyond <laughs> coupon. Um, a clickbait. A I, I really one. like clickbait um, titles. Yeah. Like yeah. six signs of hidden depression, seven doomsday scenarios that won't help you sleep tonight. <laughs> oh, but the Amazing. casting call one I was talking about. Oh, yeah. Um, this is a real casting call for uh, a guy. Um, Tell me. Seeking real-life tough guys, preferably Italian, who believe in <laughs> ghosts, are fearless, and want to take on the most toughest violent ghost in the tri-state area for a new reality show. <laughs> How do you interpret that into like, an actual know, person that you're looking for? Aside, they just said that the person should be Italian. Oh, other than that, yeah, it's all in it's, your mind. Yeah, no, it's it's so <laughs> you like crazy. Ghosts. I mean, they'll be like, you uh, know, 
a sweet and kind and innocent looking girl who's also sweet and kind oh with pretty eyes and <laughs> nice hair. Yeah. It's uh, so funny. Yeah. It's I just feel like, like I should start going out for commercials. I'm like, what does that even mean? This. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anything that I think is just absurd, I usually yeah. throw on somehow make into a temporary yeah. tattoo concept. I feel like that could be a good idea for I the birthday person, for too. Oh, yeah. They could do all sorts of sci-fi things, all sorts of coffee-related things, all sorts of cats things. So yeah. Oh, yeah. totally. Um, I feel like we did a good job on his question. We're getting more questions. Um, again, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Soul Friend Radio with myself, Gaia Woods, and my returning co-host, Paige Elkington. And you can send us questions for about 15 more minutes to at Soul Friend Radio on Instagram or to 213-54-Love-0. Okay. This person says, they don't sign, so we'll just say anonymous. Hey, so I like this guy and we're friends and I think we have a thing. How do I know if he, like, if he likes me back? Question mark, question mark. Heart with the bow going mm-hmm, through it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you seem to be have Don't a you thing. just kind of know? I feel like you should know. No? Well, I think it's – I think that you should be a little concerned already if you – If you're questioning if you're, whether he likes you. <laughs> questioning it, but if, yeah. if – Yeah, whether he has feelings for you or not. But that doesn't yeah. mean that he doesn't. I'm just going right. to – I would say that it's l- – like usually it's pretty obvious now. Well, I Unless feel like it's pretty obvious, guy. and I also feel like it should be – a slow roll so that you don't get caught up in projection of what you think the person might be, what you think they might fulfill for you, all these things that can happen where it's not really about the person. So Yeah. yeah. But here are some helpful questions that you should ask yourself. And yeah. if the answer is no, then it's probably no. Does he initiate hanging out? Does he Great, initiate simple question. Love it. communication? Yeah. Or is it you sure. um, right. like kind of mostly doing the in- initiating on – both I feel like it's Alex Miller that says two unanswered texts and he's done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is a little harsh, but okay. You know, yeah, everyone's I, got their rules. You yes. Know. Um, yeah. I also think that <laughs> I'm a big believer in ghosting. I think that. What? <laughs> I just turned so controversial this morning. I think morning. that it's the clearest way <laughs> to tell someone. If someone just stops yeah. responding to you. Just move on. Like yeah. They, they, that is their way of saying no. I feel like it depends on how long you've been seeing the person. I feel like there's a certain level of common decency oh, that, of course, course you of have course, to be like, course, hey, I'm just not course. feeling it or um, like, or make something up or do whatever. But yeah, sure. I, if I it's a couple dates and you don't want to respond, I feel like, sure. I not that like my way is the, is the way. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have ghosted <clears throat> um, people in the past and I yeah. think that they were maybe confused at first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I don't think I've ever done but it. But to me, in my yeah. mind, like yeah. if someone ghosted me, I would just mm-hmm. – or and when I mean ghost, ghost in, in my head means mm-hmm. just stop responding for right. a, a amount of time. That yeah. is a clear in, uh, you know indication that that person is not interested in me. Yeah. Also, there's Regardless so much – Regardless of how busy you are, it's always easy to – It's easy to send a text. If they're not responding at all – Yeah, then that's them. Then they're not that into you. But I also feel like okay. there's ways to hint at the fact that you're not feeling it in a pretty clear way without just without literally saying, I don't yeah. like you. I'm just saying so. if you want to make things easier on yourself instead of wondering what you did. Totally. Or what, just be like, this person isn't into it. I'm going totally. to go live my life. Totally. Yeah. You know, I'm going to go crack open a beer. and Totally. 
Yeah. But also, like, to say, like, to more thing about the ghosting, because I feel like you can basically, and it's not that I'm anti-ghosting, I just try and be clear with people, because I would want people to be clear with me, but I feel like if someone is sharing, is, like, texting me back in a way that seems kind of dismissive, or that they're just not Mm -hmm. that into it, and then I keep, like, like, trying for more... I would expect them to eventually just ghost me. Like, that seems appropriate. Yes, do you know what I mean? That seems appropriate. So I yeah. feel like there's ways to do ghosting where it's, I like, more appropriate. I think that's what I mean when ghosting is you give subtle signs. You're not just going to go out on two dates because that seem great and then just completely not respond. Like, that seems why, strange. But at least for me, it's so hard for mm. me to be super blunt and clear because of the thing that we were talking about earlier where you're scared of hurting someone's feelings. <laughs> Even though you're yeah. probably hurting them more by just yeah doing what you're doing but and this is probably a problem for you because you are a very likable very beautiful like always have fun things going on so i'm sure there's a lot of people that like want to hang out and or just like be around you so it probably comes up for you a lot more so i can really see the fact that you might like have to kind of just set boundaries with people a lot you know yeah but i you know the thing is that i i somehow still can't tell when people are into it romantic like i think a lot of people just want to be friends and then i find out that they don't <laughs> want to be friends <laughs> and um it's very disappointing yeah, yeah. And, but then i get put in this weird position where i'm like oh shit what do we do like yeah. i want to be friends with this person but i know that they have feelings and that's a tricky one i dealt with that for i feel like my entire 20s and i don't know what i came up with i think that i came up with that for a lot of people they weren't super comfortable being as close to friends as I would have wanted to be, sure. knowing that it wasn't going to turn into something, and sure. so it kind of resolved itself. And but for a long time, it was a bummer, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't um, know. Dating's so hard. I feel like things have really, so really hard. changed. And I used to be such an optimist about that, and I used to yeah. think that it was so easy to find people that you really, you know, yeah. connect with, and it's so easy to fall in love. And I, my, yeah. my position on that has has changed. Oh, <laughs> I think harder than ever to fall in love these days just because I don't think uh, people stick with one particular person long enough to like mm-hmm. kind of see it through or yeah I gotta well it just depends on your relationship dynamics too it's just harder to yeah. meet people it yeah. feels like um, and I'm you know I'm sure there's obvious reasons for that but you feel like it's harder to meet people now than it was before for you? I don't know. I think as you get older, the pool feels mm. smaller and smaller. Yeah. Um, and true. the chances of you going out and meeting people beyond the people that you already know seems mm-hmm. um, more difficult. Yeah. Um, totally. Just because with, you know, with more life responsibilities, you just have yeah. kind of like less time to be like just yeah and everybody's coupled up with babies or or married or like committed or whatever it it just when you get older it it definitely like the pool does feel like it gets um yeah smaller and i think i'm feeling that for the like the first time i'm like yeah there's no one to like yeah do you do online dating or now no no i don't not i mean i am we've had whole shows about it I feel like it's a fun thing, I've, but I yeah, mean, it's also a lot of time. So I think you have to set limits for like how much time you want to put into it, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. My but romantic life has mm. been weird lately, but I have been just yeah. so focused on myself yeah. and that's been a, you know, an important thing for me because when I'm yeah. in a relationship, I really put so much into it and yeah. my default is to like chill with that person. Yeah. And when I, uh, you know, 
versus when I'm single, I would be maybe writing or mm-hmm. brainstorming new ideas or, you know, all that kind of thing. It's yeah. Like, it just takes up so much of my time. And totally. I know that about myself. And I'm just, I need to really, like, accomplish some things, a lot, a lot of things. This yeah. It's a very important year for yeah. me. So. It's hard to find balance with all the yeah, things. It is. Yeah. It I is. know that I definitely <laughs> don't, have, don't have a lot of close friends after being pretty much completely unavailable because of work and grad school for the past number of years so right, like yeah. that's been a little bit of a sacrifice yeah but yeah yeah I, that's one thing i've always been really good at when i'm <coughs> in relationships no yeah. matter what my friends are just as much as a priority totally. as my partner totally. and if not more I, I yeah. think I have more fear of losing my friends I than over losing <coughs> whoever I'm with romantically. Totally. Because um, I'm just so community-driven. I've never yeah. been, like, a, just a person who's gone in a relationship and only hung out with their boyfriend I, totally. like I or girlfriend. I just have to um, – I like to hang out with that person and like with yeah. all of my friends. Totally. All the time. And I also and feel so, like it's so important to me. Uh, totally. I also feel like it's really important to share with your close friends what's happening in your relationship because mm-hmm. I've also been in relationships where I wasn't communicating with my friends as much because I was in just a relationship zone. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then things happen and I'm trying to like talk vaguely but like kind of give examples, but where it's basically like oh, that's kind of a red flag, or I'm not totally comfortable with that, but I'm going to do this anyway, and, like, it's okay, and this is fine, but hmm, not sure how I feel about this. And then I don't share any of that with my close friends, and then I have kind of a catch-up session with friends, and then I'm like, oh, no, what's happening in my relationship? (laughs) Where if I had been more closely in contact with people in my life, then I maybe would have not necessarily ended the relationship, but just been more aware of if that relationship isn't in line with me in some way. two of my pet peeves are when people go into relationships and then like just come you just they vanish from your life like yeah i think that's so sad totally yeah because that's super sad you know what i mean and i have tons of friends like that who like the Mm. second they get into a relationship they're just bye yeah i think that that's That's not not great and then the only time you hear from them is when something's gone yeah, right. I also don't want to be that friend where yeah, I'm only reaching out yeah, <laughs> when like crying have, at home in but, my pajamas. But that happens a lot, and I think that yeah. a good friend will d- t- stick by you and, totally. you know, whatever. But I think yeah. that that's, like, I don't want to be like that. I don't want to only talk no. to my friends when there's, like, problems in my relationship because what kind of friend no, is that? No, yeah, completely. Um, okay, we only have a few minutes, oh, yeah, yeah. and we have oh, so whoa. many questions. Oh, God, I let's feel like them. Oh, this is the part of the show where it gets so hard because I have to start narrowing down. But um, mm-hmm. this one's really long, so I'm just going to read it because I haven't read it mm-hmm. yet. But we're just going to – yeah, we're just going to read it. Okay, it says, hi. Hi. Th- hi. There has been a guy I have been seeing on and off for over two years now. When we spend time together, it's very real, and I haven't felt this way towards another human in a long time. However, over the course of our on-and-off-again relationship, he was always – on and off again with another person. We are still in contact a lot of the time he initiates it. He made a choice to be with the other person and they live together. Mm-hmm. He plays it off like they he plays it off like he had no choice in the situation and he wishes it wasn't this way. I'm just not sure how to navigate this. I've told myself to cut myself off completely from communicating with him, but it's so hard. Should I do this? Is this even worth holding on to dearly? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that I'm a little confused. What's happening? So they I, I get it. each other. I and think 
then he chose to be with someone else, and she's wondering. What he she he was the person she's talking about is was on and off with herself and another and another person. person. Okay, right. and then he lived with that other person. He decided to I choose see. the other person and live with her, but he said, you know, kind of like don't have a choice know, in the situation. Choice. Okay, my my advice is that hmm. that person, as long as that person knows that you're there, and that they can kind of have both things, you know, that the this kind of um, side relationship with you and then the mm-hmm. other relationship with the person that they're with and know that mm-hmm. you're okay with it, nothing will change. If you say, mm-hmm. look, like if this is what you want to do, that's fine, but like mm-hmm. I, I want something more with you, so I'm going to try to move on and like cut you. No, don't yeah. say try. I'm going to move on and I'm going to cut cut you out. And yeah. you could truly do it then. But so wait, the first part of what, let's call her anonymous female. Uh-huh. Um the first part of what you're saying is that you think that she should be clear about what she's comfortable with in terms of having a relationship I with think, him. Well, obviously she cares like, about him deeply. Yeah, yeah. So I think that what you should do is actually cut him off be- because nothing, mm-hmm. that person won't be motivated to either get out of the relationship they're in or right. miss you or see that they're missing out on what they mm-hmm. can have with you. If you're just going to constantly be there or like, while they're in this other relationship. Yeah, well, and it sounds like she's just not comfortable. Yeah. You have to kind of lay down an ultimatum in order for that person to change what Mm -hmm. they're doing. Do you know what I mean? I think if you ultimately care about a future with that person, then you should cut it off now. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, I don't know if it's necessarily an ultimate. I mean, I totally understand what you're saying, but I also feel like it's just a matter of if she's clear that she's not comfortable kind of having him live with someone else and kind of be in another relationship, or I'm not even sure if they're in another relationship. It seems like he's in another relationship. Seems like he's in another relationship. Yeah, 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 okay. He's in another relationship. So if she's not comfortable with them, or with that, then I feel like it's just a matter of her communicating what her boundaries are with that, and then if he wants to change something, then it's up to him, you know? Also, another reason to kind of just um, cut it off is Mm -hmm. that that person, if he has, or if the person, I don't know, is it a guy? Um, uh, we're we're going to call her anonymous. Okay. Um, female. Um, if that guy has feelings for another person, mm-hmm. you don't want to be in a relationship with them while they're trying to figure that out. Let that yeah. person figure out what's going on in that other relationship. Yeah. You, the second you start to move on, I'm mm-hmm. sure that will be the moment that they decide, okay, wait, I need to figure out yeah. do I want to be with this person or that person? Yeah. And maybe make a change. Yeah. Um, I but agree. By just kind of being complacent and just sticking, that sounds so sticking, uncomfortable. And sticking around, you're not doing yourself any favors. No. And guess what? Things will stay the same. Yeah. So not helpful. If, yeah. Yeah. Nothing will be different if you, know, agree. you kind of continue on in the, in the situation you're currently in. Yeah. In my opinion. Completely. Um, oh no, we only have a couple of minutes and we still have some questions. Um, this one is super fast and mm-hmm. so sad, but yeah, I think that's a great, I think we did a good job. I think you did a good job on that question. Okay. This one says, I'm ugly. How do I get a girl? That's so sad. Oh. First off, don't be so mean to yourself. Well, and, hey, uh, for there's some of the guys that I've dated, I have not been attracted to at first, straight up. Yeah. Like, same. And they have grown on me because of their incredibly awesome personalities and mm-hmm. ha- like they've shown me that like no one else will love me more than them and that those are mm. really attractive um yeah. things so there's 
definitely other ways to get girls. And while you might think you're ugly, mm-hmm. I promise you that mm-hmm. there are definitely people who think you're attractive. Like, yeah. I have seen the all different kinds of pairings of people. <laughs> and, yeah. like, one person might find you ugly and another person will definitely find you attractive. Yeah, and, and the more you work on your own self-love, the more you're going to be receptive to a everyone, good But it is important that, like, you know, you also are taking care of your your health, your body, like, you know, all yeah. that stuff. But um, yeah. that you're feeling good and confident. Like, all yeah. of those things are definitely important. But Yeah, completely. Um, you know, ugly is a is, – uh, Is a horrible label. Yeah. <laughs> you no, shouldn't. No yeah, I mean, not that you should, but, no like, ugly. but it makes me sad that someone would say that about themselves. Yeah. You know, that's sad. Besides Donald Trump, he's ugly. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but even he got uh, a freaking uh, – Oh, God. Yeah. You but <laughs> uh, <laughs> there, you know. There you go. Oh, man. Don't let, don't let that <sighs> stop you. Just be yeah. – be – stand out. Yeah. That's my advice. Stand out. Yeah, and just – work on yourself in terms of what you value about yourself and maybe yeah you aren't you don't feel like you're the most handsome person but but that's yeah. not that important in terms of who you are as a person inside and what mm-hmm. you stand for and your values and how you treat people and all mm-hmm. the things that actually make you into a person not just mm-hmm. your vessel you know so uh-huh. yes um okay we're technically out of time but we are going to kindly ask james if it's okay if we go for like we two can, more seconds woo! okay we can go for That's two more seconds so i want to just leave you a couple of minutes to talk about oh, anything that you're doing yeah. and anything that you want people to look at or to go support yeah. you're like i said so politically active so i don't know if there's anything you want to tell people about to go do if they want to support yes, causes yes, that they yes, might be interested yes, in yes, or yes, just yes. anything at all or yeah. have um, a short film out yeah. so much. okay i'll i'll try to do this real quick um this has been a really, or 2017 was a very great year for me. I shot yeah. a very cool show called Relationship Status. Um, Ooh. Yeah, that you can watch on Verizon's Go90 channel. Um, mm. It's very cool. Yes, I put out my first short. Is it out now or coming out soon? No, the short is out. It's oh, okay. been out. Um, cool. Oh, no, no, the Relationship Status. Oh, show? yeah, Relationship Status is out. Is that? Okay. Seasons two and three. I am Caitlin. Ooh, Caitlin. Okay. Yes, um, and I, well, I leave my boyfriend for a wonderful woman, and we have a great relationship. Um, In the show? Don't yeah. tell us more. I oh. want to watch. Okay. Um, but yeah. anyway, so, and then I, yeah, put out my first short um, that, I, that I co-wrote with my comedy buddy, Max. Um, it's a fun it, one. Yeah, it's a fun one. It's about metal detecting, but it's also not about metal detecting. It's <laughs> kind of like a weird commentary on gun culture and also just like the surreal, yeah. just fun things that yeah. has no social commentary whatsoever. It's just yeah, weird it's and social funny. commentary <laughs> with you guys, there's some good kind of surreal scenes that are yeah, in slow-mo with a metal detector. It, it was it's a really fun. experiment for me because um, I'm really trying to get to a place where I am putting out stories that i like and yeah. using my voice this it's been so nice to see you kind of doing that and kind of using your acting and all these things kind of meshing into yes, one thing yes, it's so yeah. cool in my ideal world i'm doing traditional acting but i'm also mm-hmm. creating my own content with people that i like and yeah. collaborating with people that i find very talented and then you know also pursuing all the little other facets of my personality but yeah um, i just 
if, if you're studio and you're listening, please give me money so I can make more stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you have anything, like, how do people so I'm, do I'm that? Ri- well, I'm writing, well, you sell scripts. Okay, um, right. that, that's the way to do it. And yeah. really, once you make a name for yourself, it's much, much, much sure. easier. So I'm trying to yeah. get to a place where I've put out enough stuff mm-hmm. that people have, you know, that people think it, you know, is good. Yeah. And, then, and they'll hire you and to yeah, write and then or whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah. Get, then getting money is easier. But anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I put out that short and I'm really proud of it. And then, um, but it was a, it definitely an experiment. You know what I mean? Because I mm-hmm. edited it with Max. And oh, like, really? There's just oh, wow. so much that goes into it. So it was really yeah. like just a whole learning process. It was like your but, baby. Um, we're putting and out more comedy. people can find that. You oh, can on go YouTube. To YouTube. Just YouTube. Google my name, Paige Elkington, and The Metal Detector. Right. Um, it's actually not on my YouTube station, but I'm going to start uploading yeah. all of my comedy videos and other videos all on my YouTube station. So that's going to definitely mm-hmm. be a place for people to go in 2018 and mm-hmm. then i'm yeah i have more comedy videos coming out that are really funny um Yay. i just recorded one about ambien it's uh, <laughs> it'll be good sounds great and then um yeah and then i got my tattoo coming i got there's I got a so lot of many stuff. and then i'm writing a, yeah. uh, a pilot that i'm really excited Ooh. about Ooh. Ooh. But, um, and then issues in los angeles so um i think that one of the silver linings is that uh, of all this you know trump nonsense bullshit is that mm-hmm. People are more engaged than ever, and I think that for the first time, we're really like getting involved in what's going on on a s- in, you know on a state and local level, yeah. which has been so important. But like, you know, I don't think like progressives have really showed up in that way until recently, and yeah. myself included. Um, and in Los Angeles, a one issue that has um, really uh, that I'm f- I feel very passionate about is. Um, mass incarceration here, mm-hmm. and um, we have the largest jail s- uh, prison system in the world um, in L.A. County. In L.A. County. Yes. Yeah. It's it's wild. Yeah. Um, I, that statistic I is watched the YouTube video where you were talking to a woman, and what was the yeah, funding J- increase? Jada. Like $3.5 yeah. billion. Dollars. Uh, so so we, we, the Board of Supervisors in Los Angeles, which, by the way, the Board of Supervisors should be on your mind. They're mm-hmm. These people hold a lot of power mm-hmm. in this town and I was not I didn't know that and so it's very important for what, in for November the for county er, jail system yes or, yes yeah. and, and beyond but yes mm-hmm. and these people are up for re-election in November mm. so, so that's it's how very important change. in yeah. November to get involved in your you know especially here in LA to get involved in your local elections and put good people in these seats because yeah. they have a lot of power so they just approved a 3.5 billion dollar new jail plan which is terrible because 3.5 billion dollars yeah. should be going into housing mm-hmm. um it should be going into treatment facilities it should be going mm-hmm. into mental health facilities mm-hmm. we criminalize homelessness here we criminalize poverty here we yeah. criminalize mental illness here we arrest these people and even if you you know all morals aside this each person in jail costs taxpayers Oh, it's a 60, business. Seventy thousand dollars, and yeah. so um, you know, if you if you have you know no humanity, that's another way to look at it. But um, jail is a terrible, terrible place. I I am lucky that I've n- ha- never had anyone directly you know um, uh, affected by you know our our jail system. But mm-hmm. uh, incarcerated people and their families can tell you that they tear communities apart. Yeah, it it th- they've never been the answer. They do not help people in any way, and the conditions mm-hmm. are 
horrifying, and there is no um, uh, good checks and balances system that even holds, you know, some of the brutality that happens uh, by different, um, you know, officers in jail. Like it doesn't, you know, we don't have a system that holds them accountable. Yeah. Um, there's so much abuse and assault that happens, and so voting in November is one way we can help that, to that get is a, a new big board. Way. And yeah. to harass the board of supervisors, um, their emails yeah. and um, their phone lines are available, mm -hmm. and call them and yeah. tell them how you feel. And by the way, that goes for all of your the you know the people holding um you know state and uh, local houses and legislators and seats to like call just people call and they have people. instagrams yeah. they have twitters call them email them whatever mm -hmm. you're most com comfortable with they mm -hmm. look at those comments yeah they read those emails and we should be flooding them with the, our opinions, opinions. <laughs> yeah. because they're supposed to represent totally. us yeah and you know i just this particular issue is just so upsetting for me because I feel yeah. like most people aren't affected by it so they're they, they turn a blind eye to it yeah. and with all this liberal wealth in Los Angeles it's just it's kind of like yeah. LA's dirty little secret and it's and it's really disgusting yeah. and um I I really do feel like um jails and prison um are just legalized forms of slavery in some sense um yeah. and I I cannot stress this enough if everyone if you have not seen 13th by Ava DuVernay um, it is a life-changing documentary. It definitely changed my life. And yeah. um, I definitely suggest you watch it. Yeah. And it's it's really um, helpful um, in terms of, like, understanding where we are, how we got to where we are now. Yeah. Um, and that's just I, – I like to Wonderful. only, like, just homelessness and rise of incarceration for me are the two issues mm -hmm. that I'm focusing on yeah. in L.A. Yeah. And I think that for anyone trying to – make advocacy uh or activism a you know a part of their daily lives it's, it's really important yeah just pick one or two issues yeah i think that's the other thing on those. and then and, we and should wrap up and, and yeah. finish but um i think that's the other thing is that it can feel overwhelming how to kind of impact change and i think that you're pointing out a great thing which is that if you choose an issue that you're passionate about you can affect change by making calls making emails doing simple steps so yeah, yeah. send an email to an organization totally. that you see and just say hey what can what are yeah. some action steps i can take yeah you know totally okay with that All i want right. to also announce just briefly um and i know we're out of time thank you james for giving us thank just you, one more minute um James has a wonderful show on after mm -hmm. called Sunny Days. So everyone should listen to Sunny Days. Um, but, okay, so one thing I wanted to say is that, so the event that I'm working on right now is called Pillow Talk, and mm -hmm. it's a series of interactive, I'm reading from our press release because I want to um, get it accurately described. Pillow Talk is a series of interactive events on sex, love, and communication designed in response to the needs and desires we perceive in our community of young, thoughtful, creative people. And it's organized by Fiona Duncan, who heads the lit series out of the Standard Hotel called Hard to Read. And so all the Pillow Talk events are basically monthly events, and they're going to be held in the penthouse suite of the Standard Hotel. And the first event that I'm participating in is actually the RSVPs are full, um, but I believe there's going to be some kind of... Um, either sound clips or some portion of our conversation will be available later on. So I'll just mention it that the first event is a lay of the land of the laid. During this introductory mixer, we'll ask and answer questions like, what are our current turn-ons and hang-ups? What private pleasures do we seek to fulfill? What public actions would we like to endeavor? What are our visions of sexual utopia? 
This soft launch will serve as a brainstorm and foreplay for future programming. Joining us will be model, filmmaker, journalist, and sex writer Tierney Finster, activist Alice Barker of Support FM, writer and sex educator Anna Cecilia Alvarez, psychotherapist MFTI, and soul friend radio show host, that's me, uh, Gaia Woods, and stylist, flutist, and the man who cast Eckhaus Lada's pornographic ad campaign, Samuel Muglia. So that's the first event, which is going to be tomorrow, Thursday. Again, it's full, but I'm hoping that we'll be able to get some kind of um, digest of some of the topics that brought up. It's basically just a panel of a bunch of us kind of talking about cool. what the series is going to be moving forward. Sure. So, And we have three or four other events programmed. The next one is February 8th, which I will briefly tell people about so that if they're interested, they can RSVP for that one. So that one is February 8th at 7 p.m., and it's called We'd Rather Be Free. This femme-centered consciousness-raising session will address trends like celebrity rape and sexual abuse revelations while asking personal come political questions like, how do we get in abusive sexual dynamics in the first place? How is power seductive? How can we avoid future violations? What is consent? What are our desires? How can we distill fear and enjoy sex amidst so much collective trauma? What are the ethics of call-out culture? This group discussion, so many interesting points, this group discussion will be facilitated with the help of model and activist Alexandra Marzella, actress oh Dasha, yeah. do you know these people? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, actress Dasha Nekrasova, artist Amalia Ullman, mm -hmm. trauma therapist mm -hmm. Larissa Pham, Which is February 3rd? Um, this one is February 8th. They're always going to be Thursdays, so February oh, 8th dang, at 7. You should. Sex ed instructor and writer Anna Cecilia Alvarez, feminist pro, sex activist and porn star Amara Miller, and activist Alice Barker. And there, I believe that it's a donation-based system, and um, depending on the one, I think that a lot of them go to the Trans Assistance Projects. Um, I know that one of them goes to Support FM. Um, all really wonderful causes and should be interesting conversations. So cool. I will talk more about it later, but I will, um, yeah, and I'll post about it later as well. So Very awesome. But yeah, those are all my little plugs. Thank you for letting us go a little bit over, James. Alrighty. If anybody wants to subscribe to the podcast, do subscribe so. You Soul Friend Radio. This. You can listen to this you can later. To this, yeah, yeah. Later, if you missed it. If you missed it. Or actually, I guess if you're not listening now, you're not going to hear it. <laughs> you're not going to hear it. But I'll post on my Instagram. <laughs> And, and if you want to subscribe and comment, thank you for everybody who sent in questions. It's so and nice also to the see people you who told again. me that I'm beautiful. Oh and wow. also the people. There were so many more that I didn't <laughs> even read, but we appreciate it. And um, I guess I'll see. I mean, and I thank I you for having me, Gaia and James. Of course. It's so and nice support to support Kay If you're listening. Yeah, and support Kay Chung. You can donate to Kay Chung. We're completely supported by all of our DJs. So anybody who wants to donate to Kay Chung, that would be very much appreciated. Oh, we just got to so. thank you for your advice. Oh, yay. Yay. Okay. Okay. We're going to go and give James right. his time. Bye. <laughs> thank Bye. you, James. Bye. So we